Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How in the fuck's it going? I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Oh, so many wonderful things have been happening here. It's been crazy. I just don't even know how to express how wonderful I've been feeling lately. Um, All the craziness has kind of calmed down. Things are just really starting to pull together and come together and it's it's really been an amazing uh, few weeks here and I really just don't know uh, how to put into words how wonderfully thankful I am for the way everything has been working out so I've got some big things in the works um, I have a merch shop that'll be coming open soon a merch store I am right now working with um a couple different options to kind of see and pull out what I think is going to be best. Um, I want to be able to give you guys the most options and actually have um, the lowest prices. So I don't want it to be anything that's stupid expensive, but I also don't want it to be like cheap, crappy, non-quality material either. So um, give me about a month, I would say, before I have a full set up ready to go, but I'm trying to um, cipher through a lot of reviews from these other um, merch store partners and just try to find the best uh, for everybody. So that is actually what I have been working on. And then oddly enough, somebody brought it up in the group. So it was like, wow, perfect timing. Like, you know, our energies really are working with each other, sending things out back and forth. And I just, I, I think that is a true testament of how connected we all are and I, I just I'm so thankful for that so um I was going through my uh podcast playlist for another podcast I was listening to Morbid and I uh I got an alert from somebody to go look at the uh, BS free witchcraft podcast which I used to follow them. I just haven't really caught up with them in a while. I just haven't had um, the opportunity. I've been, you know, so much going on. And I noticed that they have an episode called Wrong Way to Witch. And I was like, what? So somebody had told me to, you know, to look. But they noticed it, whatever. So I go there, and that was the first thing that caught my eye when they told me to check them out. And in the details, the show notes, the description... It says, there's no wrong way to witch. And I was like, um, hello, excuse me, um, that, that, that's my saying. Like, you know, there's no wrong way to be a witch, but yet, like, hello. So I haven't got to listen to the episode yet. I think it's like 26 minutes long. I'm going to try to find time, um, to squeeze in to do that here this week. But I just thought it was crazy. Like, that's my saying. So if they are taking it and running with it boo if they are saying it's not good either way I stand by my saying there's no wrong way to be a witch and yeah so I'm gonna stick with it so that that's the interesting things here so um this episode is gonna be kind of long or it could be kind of short in two parts I have not decided yet We'll see as we get going. You already know by the title. If there's no part one, then you know that um, I got it all shoved into one episode. Otherwise, we've got a a two-parter going on here. So 
what the fuck was that? Alright, something is weird happening. Alright. I keep hearing things fall, but nothing is falling. It keeps sounding like something's hitting the ground, like in my room here, but nothing is falling and hitting the ground. I have no idea what has happened, but whatever. So the moon. This episode is dedicated solely to the moon, the moon's power, the phases, the the effects it has, everything about the moon. And working with the moon because I think it's so important that we really recognize how powerful she really is. And I'm just obsessed with the moon. You guys all know I talk about her all the time, and you guys have, I'm sure heard the story a thousand times now about how I thought I was like the chosen one and the moon was like following me all over the place. Turns out um I was just not aware of how the moon worked, so and I still feel like, you know, I'm the chosen moon child, but whatever. If I have to share her, I will. But the moon is like a life force for us. Um, I mean, she really is. She is like an attachment, like an extension of us, really. The impact the moon has on our lives is actually fucking huge. And it's crazy because we often don't even pay attention to it or realize just how much she does impact us and and how much she how how important her impact is and and how strong it is um i mean she plays a large part in our lives and we don't even notice uh there's so many things that just completely blow my mind when it comes to the moon i don't even know where to begin so um what we're going to do is we are going to start with a special guest for just a few moments I love the the um, spiritual side of the moon, the you know the R side of the moon. But in order to really completely grasp how fucking amazing she is, I think we need to look at the scientific part of the moon and side of the moon first. So, um, since I am not super well versed in that part of the moon. I'm going to bring in someone who is very um, well-read when it comes to the universe and knows a lot more about the moon when it comes to the scientific side of things. So, yeah, I'm going to bring Travis in. All right, so for anybody who is joining us for the very first time or to refresh anybody's memory, this is my husband, Travis. He is my rock, my soulmate my other half my go-to for things that i don't fucking know so um, here, baby <laughs> there we're talking about the moon today the whole episode is about the moon and i'm going to talk obviously about the spiritual side of the moon and how what correlates to our body you know things like that but i need you <laughs> to kind of tell us a little bit about the moon like how old is the moon and when did it form how did it form Okay. How far away is it? How big is it? Should I like that? All right. Which one do you want to know first? <laughs> All the things. All right. So. I'll just give you a rundown on yeah. what you just sort of asked. Um, well, the moon is 4.5 million years old. That's so old. So is the Earth. Uh, it was formed 4.5, million years ago. Earth didn't look like it was. 
Yeah, if I remember right, I think Earth had a different name, obviously. No humans on it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the dinosaurs called it something else. Yeah, no, no living creatures were on it. But anyways, say young Earth was a big molten rock and uh, another planet named Theo. Theo. Something like that. Was... I don't remember if it was bigger or smaller than a moon. Something like that. But it basically was following young Earth and kind of rear-ended it and smashed into it. Creating what we have today. So it was like a huge explosion with molten shit everywhere. Pieces flying everywhere. And out of that came our Earth and this big blob that you that wound up solidifying and gravity clumping together forming our moon. So our Earth was like twice the size it is now? <laughs> I really don't know about the dimension part of it. But I mean it had to be bigger to, yeah, to, to form that bigger, the moon. But what it basically was that impact broke off and formed what is our what our moon is today. Like it went into orbit and then like started but, yeah, like around. Yeah, yeah. kind of like the way a supernova works when everything comes back in and creates a, a star. You know, so, another star. How? And, no, go sorry. ahead. No, no, continue, please. Back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, when that happened and young Earth cooled down and there was no more fire in the sky and chaos and hectic shit, you know, everything was cooling down. The moon was like 10 to 20 times closer than what it is now. Oh. So even, yeah, even back a little bit before dinosaur, the moon was actually closer than it is now. The moon drifts away every year at about four centimeters. That's depressing. I don't know what that percentage, maybe one or two inches, I don't know. But it drifts away every year. That's horrible. So how far away is the moon right now? Roughly. Roughly. About 280,000. And how big is it? Like, I know you can fit the United you States across the front. You can fit the United the States front. across the front of it. I want to say it's about the third of the size. I don't know. All I know is you can fit, like, I don't know what it is in miles, but you can fit the United States across the Yeah, so I I wrote down my own notes, scientific notes about the moon before I decided I was just going to call it a professional. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> so I put... <laughs> I put the moon was formed because another thing collided with Earth and then it got stuck. <laughs> it got stuck in the outer wake of the Earth's gravitational pull and started to rotate around the Earth and then kind of rounded off and made a big old pretty sphere. But then, like. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> they both have a gravitational lock on each other, right? Right. And obviously, the moon is what creates our tides and everything. Well, it also has an effect on the rotation of the Earth as well. So the further the moon gets out, the slower our days are going to be. Right. And that's not good. No. I mean, during dinosaurs, there was a shorter period, one to 24-hour day. Right. Like, I have always said, I don't understand why we don't just have 13 months with 28 days each. That would make more sense. I know that that has nothing to do with the moon's distance, but it, when you say making our days longer, it really kind of does. Um, so, how long does it take the Earth to, or the moon to rotate around the Earth? How long does it take the moon to rotate around the Earth? Yeah. I really don't know. I don't. Okay, because I saw somewhere it was like 27 days, and I didn't know if it, that was. I, that sounds about right. Okay. I don't so, know. 
you put that in correlation with the cycles, it kind of makes sense. But again, I don't really um, trust everything that I read online, so I mean, it's like, uh... I don't really get into our solar system. Per se. I know a lot about solar systems, right. but I don't really care about You know a lot more about the moon <laughs> as far as, like, the scientific sides of it. So, before we had, we, you and I had had a conversation a long time ago about things hitting, like, the why the moon is so cratered up and shit, and that's because it's protecting us, like, in a way? Well, yeah, in a way. Uh, Jupiter is what really protects everything in the center, as far as us, um, because Jupiter is so huge, it has such immense gravity, it's, it's insane, Saturn as well, but Jupiter's right there to take the blunt of it. Uh, the moon gets hit a lot, obviously, and it's probably blocked Earth several times from getting hit. But the reason why the moon is so cratered up because it has really no continental movement. You know, it doesn't really have any rain. It doesn't have any erosion. So they're going to stay there for millions of years. Right. Where Earth, you know, over time, like the Yucatan, Yucatan Peninsula 65 million years ago that wiped out dinosaurs, that crater, you can kind of tell where it is, you know, with the ocean and the coastline and all that stuff. But. Oh, no, you wouldn't know. You would just think it was a continental shift because of the erosion. Alright, and that's going to sound like a stupid question. I know you explained this to me before, but I think I, like, kind of ADHD'd out when you were telling me. <laughs> we always see the same side of the moon, yes. right? Yes. So does the moon not turn? The moon doesn't turn, no. We have a gravitational lock on it, basically. Like, okay. our gravitational effects, the moon and the Earth both have gravitational effects on one another. You know, it's kind of like... We are so tiny compared to the sun, but yet these little planets make a star wobble a little bit. Right. You know, when they're orbiting. But, uh, yeah, no, you're always going to see that tidal lock on the moon, you're always going to see it. Right. Do we have any, do they have images of the other side of the moon? Oh, yeah, they have. They're creepy. They're very creepy. Where's the, the... A lot of, sorry, I'll interrupt. No, no, A lot of, there's several Apollo missions that's photographed the other side. I think you showed me some, actually, now that we talked about this. I recommend her. I recommend everyone go check it out because it's pretty neat. It's wicked. It's pretty big. Uh, I I don't. Now that we're talking, I don't think I took my um, ADH meds today, so that's probably why I'm not concentrating my well. Sorry, guys. Um, the Sea of Tranquility. That is just a big fucking crater. Well, yeah, it's uh. There not only is it just crater. There's mountains and valleys and canyons and stuff like that. They're not. I don't believe they're really deep or whatever, but it's a whole different, it's kind of like a different level of the moon. Like, I just like think a it's... higher, lower sea level we call on Earth. I don't know if we call it on the moon, but that is just weird. different what patterns of landscapes on the moon. Yeah, see the tranquility. There's many of them. Wow, that's crazy. I'm glad you knew that, though. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I did. And I did learn a fact today, though. Only 12 human beings have ever stepped foot on the moon. Really? Yeah. yeah I didn't know that. Because yeah. I'm getting into and a dog, but the dog died, I think. That's sad, right? Loki. No, Loki, no. That's the one that went up in space. Yeah, the one of them died. I don't the monkey remember. died. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, so, real quick, <laughs> I must pack you. Real quick, um, will, will you just brush on while we're on the topic of like, if you, if you guys don't want to hear about this next part, you can skip forward like, uh, hit 30 seconds twice. I want you to, like, give, oh, shit, a, um, I do all the time, about the new news that they're saying there might be an Earth inside the Earth. 
Well, it, it's not really that. What it is, it's like, uh, obviously in the Earth, there's different in a lot of planets. Like, the moon has earthquakes, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's things they call moon moonquakes. Lakes, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, there's different magma chambers and everything inside the Earth and probably most planets. But, I really don't. They think what hit Earth 4.5 billion years ago, they think that's what it could have been from that they imaged inside because I think they sent sonar waves through ground and kind of map it out, mm-hmm. mapping out the magma chambers, mapping out whatever density variations they find. But they found a big, huge blob looking thing and they think that might be where Earth got impacted by Theo. So, real quick then, we're, the Earth sets, like, we're not on, like, a perfect thing, we're, like, we're on a tilt, right? Okay, so, think about this, this just literally came to my head, the, quote-unquote, Theo, Theo, whatever the hit is, I keep thinking of Theo from the Huxtables, from, um, yeah, Cosmic Shock, that, Thea, 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 whatever Thea, it is, I think it's Thea. we're gonna call it Theo for right now, because it's easier for me. Sounds so Theo comes in and he hits this giant-sized Earth and goes down in the middle, which forms a giant yes. fucking crater and because throws everything around. It's not really going to be a crater as much as it's going to basically immense it, it, it just right. basically absorb into it. But there's the, so much weight. And granted, if you were to pan out and zoom way back, it's going to look like it's going in slow motion, but reality is going thousands of miles an hour you're talking 40 some thousand miles an hour not faster and crashing into it and that much that much weight and velocity and mass coming together is just basically just looks like it's absorbing into the twist of a part of debris flying out of your direction. Right, and those debris that flew out and opened up as in like the quote unquote crater would be like the ocean yeah. kind of the cavity of the ocean because it's so deep like the ocean goes so fucking deep well, yeah, it's almost to the yeah, center where the Theo that, is yeah with the planet they hit it would be almost be almost into the core of the planet that's what I'm saying it went through it, it yeah. and then that like closed up over it and then that's why we sit at an axis we're like off tilt because we're yeah, that, heavy that's a good sided question. on I one really side why the earth is tilted that, that could be I've solved it know. right there like there who do we call NASA or like Harvard or uh, somebody because I solved it I mean, I, but I it's interesting. It, out. it really is that blob. It's a new thing they put out. I don't know much about it. I haven't read much into it or anything. But I think it's pretty cool. I know we just noticed it on TikTok the other day. Yeah, it's very interesting. So, real quick before we um, wrap up with the scientific part of everything, uh, do you want to give us any updates on JWST? Because I know people really enjoyed that episode where you were telling us about JWST and all the exciting things that's been happening. Tell us, show any discoveries it's, that yeah. you found interesting. Uh, there's a lot of new images, but what's really cool that just came out actually is when you look up in the night sky, you see thousands of stars, right? Where in reality, there's 200, 400 billion stars in just our galaxy alone. And there's billions of galaxies out there. But just alone in our galaxy, there's two, 400 billion stars. You look up in the night sky, with the naked eye, you're only gonna see a couple thousand, but there's one star up there that you can literally see with your naked eye that JWSD got a glimpse of and when it did, it sees a very early, it sees a star, right? That mm-hmm. we can see with our naked eye. 
It zoomed in closely, and it sees an early, early formation of the solar system. And these are like five Jupiter-sized planets orbiting them. One has dust and gas just blowing off of it everywhere. So it's like a baby baby. It is, yes. And this crazy. Yeah, the solar system is just now forming. And we get to see how a solar system is formed by watching this baby solar system form. And J- JWST looked at it and crazy. That so is cool. And so there's awesome. another new little sat- uh, telescope up there too. Yeah? It's, huh. very neat. it's making a map of our universe. Really? Basically. That's fucking cool. dope. You know? I really. Have, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting, no, but we have uh, WMAP. You know, it shows the microwave background radiation of the universe. WMAP. Uh, but this is going to try to do like an actual photo image map of the entire universe. Wow. It's going to look like a globe, like yeah, WMAP, yeah. sort of. But yeah, it's really cool. Wow. That's just amazing. Like, I, I, I remember it was Christmas morning 2021. And we were opening presents, and we had everything ready. We had champagne, everything ready, and they were going to launch. The original start time was 7 a.m., but they, we assume they push it back so many times because they, yeah, they did pushed the day it back before. A lot. Yeah, we've been waiting years for this. And we expected, you know, because when anytime they do a launch, it's always all right. They count down and they get, you know, to like. They're so precautious. They're yeah, just delays every five day. and ten, and yeah. then they stop. And then we were literally sitting there getting ready to unwrap. Um, he's hitting you unwrapping presents mm-hmm. and we all just paused and stared at the screen because they just went like on the first mm-hmm. on the first countdown they went they we didn't expect it. that yeah and I think they did that because every scientist in the world was sitting there patiently waiting because I mean it's right? been pushed back years at that point yeah, multiple I mean, times I've been waiting 20 plus years it's crazy yeah. I, I'm so glad they did though because yeah. I remember the first images we got back I was actually at work and um you and I were watching the live. Yeah. You were at work. I was at work, and we were because supposed to be working. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were both watching the live at work separately, and it was just amazing to see those those videos and just the pictures and images were just fucking mind blowing. Just absolutely crazy. And you know, if the moon has that much effect on us, because one of my next backs that when I start again after you know we're done. Um, one of the first facts that I'm going to talk about when it comes to the moon is how it affects the tides. I mean, it affects the water and everything. We are about 60% water, so obviously the moon is going to have an impact on us. Just physically. imagine what the impact was when the moon was like in the vortex Right. And if we. I mean, we, we don't even ever really take into account for how big the universe really is. Our solar system alone is huge. Yeah. I mean, there's so much out there, and we have to be very thoughtful of or mindful of what else is out there. And Well, I'll leave you with this. Our solar system, with just our sun and tiny planets, is enormous. And our solar system inside of our galaxy is just a itty bitty little tiny dust speck inside of our entire galaxy. And our entire galaxy is a itty bitty little tiny dust bag that you can't even see in the entire universe within the thousands of billions of galaxies and trillions of galaxies. And it's just it's amazing. Crazy. And they don't know if the universe ends. They don't know how it ends. Like the dark is gone forever. That's crazy. But it's interesting. 
we uh, I'm gonna be back on for another episode coming up. Um, just it'll be like a bonus episode where we talk about my theory that um, black holes are portals, which I know it's not my theory, but I still uh, like that theory. But I had another really interesting theory the other day. What was it? It was like a revelation, epiphany, if you will. <laughs> I was like, oof, I remember what it was. I should write this shit down. I should, figure should come out. up with a lot of a day. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are better than yeah, others. Should, but... should have a big notebook <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> they all know my story about how I thought I was the moon child. I was like, yeah. the chosen one and the moon followed everywhere. <laughs> I'm not too proud to admit that, so... Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It makes yeah. it easier than me just, you know, rambling off some random facts that I don't know shit about, so... <laughs> you know. Um... Travis and I are actually working on a second podcast. Uh, it'll be just like a, a, a secondary podcast, and it's going to be <laughs> where we, uh, where we kind of, basically, we're going to read like you know the "Am I the asshole?" questions, and then we're going to give our fucking opinion on it. And I also think we'll do some special episodes where it's um, like uh, people looking for relationship advice, and we give our opinion on it. Because, you know, we've been together going on fucking 24 years, and um, it has been 24 years. Fuck. So we got together in 1999. Shit. It's been 24 years. We'll be married 24 years in March. Or both really. Yeah. So I, I think we'll be pretty good at that. Yeah, the, uh, advice stuff. And I mean, it'll be a comedy, but I think it'll be a lot of fun, you know. Yeah, people would probably think by the time they're done, like, you know, what the fuck is wrong with these people? But they might be a little, you know, fucked by the time they're done listening to us. So, well, thank you for being on. And, yeah, so uh, let's talk about the moon, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. All right, so that was Mr. Godfrey here to join us with a little bit of information about the moon and the universe and some updates on the JWST. And just, you know, a hey kind of thing. So, yeah. So, um, I'm actually really excited about our secondary podcast that we're going to have coming on. We're still trying to work on a name. So, if you guys have any suggestions, um, yeah, share those. Because uh, we don't have a name yet. So, yeah. If I sound weird, it's because I just dropped something. And, you know, I told you guys in the beginning that I keep hearing things drop. And there's nothing anywhere. But I just watch something drop and now it's gone like I can't find it anywhere at all like it is nowhere to be found it's a big metal stick so I don't know where the fuck it went but I I, I like watched it fall and then disappear I don't fucking know anyway alright so back to the moon Travis tells all the scientific shit about it not everything obviously just a little bit to get us going but like I said the um the tides affect the ocean nope the moon affects the tides. It affects the the way the ocean flows and the pull and all of that shit, right? It affects the water. And uh-huh, we, the human body, is made up of about 60% water. So, I mean, it's kind of... It, it kind of has to make sense, right? This is going to affect us. And if you're like me, I drink so much fucking water that I'm probably 95% water at this point. Um, because it's just, it's, water has like become everything to me lately. And only spring water. And it's weird, but um, yeah. Like, I can't tell you last time I actually drank an entire pop. I don't mean to keep hitting the fucking thing. 
um, here in the Midwest we call it pop, not soda, but, uh, when I get to Taco Bell, sometimes it gets a meal and it comes with a drink. I tried the Baja Blast, not a fan, maybe I just had a bad, a bad, um, cup of it, but, or a bad serving, I don't know what you call it, but I'm not a big fan, so I just get Mountain Dew, but I never drink it all. I take, like, two drinks and then the ice melts and then... It just sits there, and then I throw it away. It's a waste, but it comes free. Like, it's so much cheaper just to buy the meal and it comes with it. So, whatever. But, yeah. I, I, I'm, like, 95% water at this point. Anyway. But the moon holds a type of energy at all times. I mean, there's she's always got some kind of energy going on. Something's happening. There's always something going on with the moon. She's never just, oh, hey, it's the moon. There's always something going on there's a time and corresponding effect all the time I guess I thought it doesn't sound right but you know what I mean however her energy changes with the different phases like I'm saying it's just amazing how we don't really pay much attention to it as we should we should be literally planning our lives according to the moon and her phases and what she's in and if we can get ourselves in the habit of making ourselves more mindful of what phase she's in what she's doing what's going on then we can leave we can lead a much stronger more powerful life but life is busy we get you know things get hard we just need to work work on kind of working her phases into our routine because it's routine. I mean, it's every 28 to 29 days, she's fucking cycling through. I think it's 29 days altogether. It takes roughly 29 days. So she's cycling through, and we need to start getting ourselves into more of a habit of it because she has so much to offer us. So, um, you know, like I said, as she changes through the lunar cycle, her impact on us changes as well. And the lunar cycles have been pro- proven literally proven to impact reproduction, fertility, our menstrual cycle, mental health, um, different medical conditions are affected by it. Um, sleep is even affected by the different cycles of the moon. Hospital visits and, and uh, emissions are also have correlation with moon phases. Uh, horrific events such as like car accidents, crime, suicide, and more have ties to different lunar cycles as well. And animals, seriously, animals even have different physical behaviors and changes that correlate to the different, you know, lunar cycles. It's it's fucking crazy, crazy. Just thinking about different situations I've been in my life and different things and the way that people act during a full moon is fucking insane. So, it, it, it's honestly, it's crazy. So, anyone who has ever, like, ask any um, ER staff, EMTs, uh, police, fire, anyone in the emergency services, anyone who works third shift with the public can tell you for a fact that there is just something different in the air 
there's a different energy, there's just a different feeling all around in the way people act, the way people carry themselves, the way people react, the way people just kind of look and speak and feel, and the energy they give off and everything on a full moon night. There's something different. Anyone who's ever been out at night on a full moon around people in public can tell you something is fucking weird when that shit happens. Uh, I worked in the ER doing uh, patient uh, yep, registration and stuff like that, and I saw some fucked up shit on night shifts of full moon. Just overall crazy shit. But, like I'm saying, you know, all of this is to get to the point that, you know, she has so much impact on us, both physically and, you know, sympathetically and symbolically, emotionally, so much fucking impact. Uh, Her cycles and phases represent the passages of time. You know, the old saying many moons ago represents days past, but also cycles past, changes versions of us past. These changes in the cycle, they stand as a constant reminder of changes in our life, and it's the natural ebb and flow of life and how it's ever evolving. We use the pronouns she and her when we're talking about the moon, as she is a symbol of fertility and motherhood and femininity. The moon is often, very often associated with the female deities, um, she has a very nurturing energy with her, you know, super soft glow and just very light, even though she's bright sometimes, but she has very light luminescence about her. Whereas the sun is the male masculine energy with its harsh and brightness and just in your face stuff, you know, and different phases, different phases of the moon are great representations of our own growth as we manifest changes in our own lives. Uh, these, you know, these phases also have ties to our spiritual and magical growth and changes that we are making inside and out. Um, women have a lot of times, anyone who menstruates has a definite uh, tie to the moon phases, but sometimes they don't notice. Um, I worked with a girl who, she was a full moon girl. Her period always came during the full moon, every time. And uh, she would be like, I always know, you know, when full moon comes, things are just going to be crazy. I always always get real crappy right before full moon, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, girl, think about it. Like, trying to explain to her what's happening. And, uh, you know, some people say it's not true that women sink together, but women will tell you it's true like we do sing together and some people don't some people are strong and that's what happens when you get two alphas together and I'm not talking like you know the male fragile masculinity where they have like you know alpha males and you know I find that we don't find those kind of people in the witchcraft world the males that we have in the witchcraft world don't have that mentality and I love that about you guys I think you guys are a fucking amazing group of men, and I'm very lucky to have you guys here, because (laughs) we need more men like you guys in the world who are not the alpha, beta, fragile masculinity bullshit thing, so, anyway, continuing on with my point, when you get 
multiple women together, they're going to, you know, they're going to sync up and they're going to change their own cycles, except for the alphas, they are going to lead and they're going to pull everyone towards them. I myself am very weak when it comes to this. My body will go with whoever is strongest. And I like to consider myself a strong human being, a strong witch, a strong woman. But when it comes to that, I am weak as fuck because my cycle is just like, hey, bitch, you just had a period two weeks ago. Guess what? You're hanging out with these new bitches. You're going to have another period starting now. And it sucks because I just, I can't really... I can't really plan my cycle like other people can because I just, I'm weak and I just go with all the others. And it's amazing how the the cycles just kind of tend. Like the girl that I was so strong with and very closest with at um, Dalton Old Friday Love, she was a new moon girl. And everything was always new moon for her. All the cycle every month started the new moon. And I liked it because... I preferred the new moon. I preferred it. It was the beginning, you know, it was a time for fresh starts and blah, blah, blah. And it just felt like it was a good timing for me. The way things worked out just always worked out great. And since I've left there, uh, this is my first cycle that I, and I'm so sorry, you guys can skip ahead. I feel, I don't want to keep talking about cycles, but you need to understand like the power of the moon. She left about a month before I got to leave. So that first month, my body was like, whoa, what are we doing? And it it traveled, you know, towards more full moon. So I went like two weeks and then back again. It was just all messed up. But my body just kind of went back to its natural based on the cycles. And it's so crazy. Like I just automatically went back to new moon. It's just crazy how the moon has that fucking pull on us. But that also... Is such a fucking correspondence and a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, fuck. A, uh, validation of how the moon ties to fertility and reproduction and, and all of that all tied together and growth and change and everything. It just shows right there how it ties all together in one is how it affects us and how women just kind of, you know, people who menstruate, they just kind of sink up to the moon. And when they get lost or they, you know, they leave the pack, they sink back to the moon cycles. And it's just a wonderful, a wonderful way to kind of, you know, remind yourself how amazing nature is and how strong nature can be and how, how her force is just fucking phenomenal. So... You know, our emotions and our intentions have strong fucking ties to the moon. Like I said, we often don't notice our subconscious working in the background along with, you know, all the changes and cycles of the moons, but it is. Our subconscious is constantly evolving and changing with the moon cycles. And as we are all uh, different, you know, you're going to find that your, your dreams are also impacted more during different moon phases. And I will say that I have noticed that people kind of, it impacts people different. Not all people are going to have the same effect as far as when it comes to dreams versus different parts of the cycle as others. 
I haven't quite figured out how that whole thing kind of works out because to me it's just a little odd, but um, it, it seems that uh, there's a big, a big difference when it comes to how she impacts our dream world. So that that's a whole other topic. We'll you know we'll visit later on another episode or something. But <laughs> I know we've already talked about dreams, but how the moon cycles affect our dreams. It's weird. Trav and I are completely on different patterns when it comes to that. So I'm still trying to do a little more research to figure out what the fuck with all that. So, but again, you know, she's just an amazing symbol for transformation and renewal and change. Um, As she changes from new to full and back again, we see the powerful connection between our own transformations and our own renewal. So, uh, let's go ahead and get the break out of the way. It's a little ad, and then we will start breaking down the different things. And we're back. All right. So we are talking about the different phases. In the past, when I've talked about moon phases, we've kept it very simple. We've taken it just by the four main categories new uh waxing full and waning now we're breaking it down further and going deeper into it all and we're going to break it down into eight with a bonus and i say with a bonus because some people consider the very little bit of the new moon the very first day or so whatever of the new moon to be called something else. So that's that's what we're gonna start with is the dark moon. Uh, so, I mean, we can break it down in many different ways, but we're gonna look at it, like I said, in the eight phases with a bonus. Um, so let, let's talk about the dark moon real quick. I'm not gonna go into a lot of detail about the dark moon because I like to consider it as kind of like a one day thing, like um, a day off, really. And then we go into the, the new moon. So here is um, is where we have a little debate. Like I said, uh, some consider the first of you know the first day of the uh, quote unquote new moon to actually be called the dark moon phase. And this is when the sky is dark. There's like the moon is virtually invisible to the naked eye. Um, at this time, the energy is at its lowest. This is a time for rest to kind of like lay low, if you will, and ground your body and your soul. This is what I. I call the witch's day off. Um, it is a day where we, I, take advantage of the fact that the moon has low energy, I have low energy, things are just kind of hanging around, and we're just kind of relaxing and refilling our cup, if you will. Um, now, if you choose to, uh, cast at this time it it's ideal for spells related to like intuition and banishing protection cleansing meditation energy work but like i said for me personally i choose to do no spell work really unless it's something like major Uh, this is not something i'm going to focus on this is a day where i'm going to try to remind myself to just take it as a chill day take it as a relaxing day a day to just kind of reboost re-energize and just you know, reset, really. Uh, the dark moon day is a good time 
like stuff for me to focus on self-care recharging um you know like like putting your phone on on the charger and not getting on it just let it charge Um, because i have a very bad habit of plugging my phone in to charge and then playing on it or getting on it and doing work on it or doing things on it that i need to do instead of just letting it fucking charge because when your phone is is low and it needs to reach that battery is low the energy is low and you go recharge it it's not going to recharge as well or as fast if you're on it so for me i look at the quote-unquote dark moon as my phone charging i need to charge my phone like it is low battery lowest shit needs to charge don't fucking touch it let it charge that's uh kind of how i look at my my dark moon day you can do however you choose because say it with me there's no wrong way to be a witch do what feels right for you am i saying that every single dark moon i don't do any work at all no because there are times i have to things are going on i have to take advantage of the fact that i have that day i may take another day to make my quote-unquote dark moon day but i always make sure that i i try let me rephrase i always try to make sure that i'm allowing myself one day off to just relax recharge plug in and just charge up you know re-energize it's not always easy but sometimes we have to just fucking dive in and force ourselves to just relax some people it's really hard to just relax some people feel like they have to go 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 or they're gonna lose that momentum and that's okay if you lose that momentum for a little bit it's fine um sometimes you have to you have to give yourself that break so please keep that in mind as we go on um there's a lot of shit going on online and on witch talk right now where people are um either stepping up and saying you know you don't have to do everything the same way as everyone basically saying what i've been saying the whole time you know there's no wrong way to be a witch you don't have to do everything blah blah blah. and there are others um, out there who are saying if you don't do this you're not real you're fake blah 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 Those people do not deserve your energy. So just do what works best for you. Do what you feel drawn to. Don't do what you don't feel drawn to. Just do whatever the fuck you want to do. Seriously, you are an adult. Or if you are not an adult, you're trying... It's your fucking craft, your fucking path. There's no fucking witch teacher out there who's going to put you in fucking detention because you didn't cast a spell on this fucking day when everybody else did and whatever do what you fucking feel that's all that matters all that fucking matters is you are true to yourself you trust your own fucking gut and you listen to yourself the rest of the shit don't fucking matter it's all bullshit back to the moon phases sorry i didn't mean to get on the ram but it just really gets through my fucking skin like really pisses me off so we are going to start with the new moon so the new moon is basically when the moon is dark um she depending on if you you know observe dark moon uh, she is dark 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 you may see a little outline around her starting to form and this lasts for about three days um the, the first initial you know quote unquote new moon um she'll last for you know about three days and 
you're just starting to see like the outer edge a little bit. What's happening is the sun, the moon, and the earth are in perfect alignment. So the part of the moon that is illuminated is the dark side of the moon that we don't ever see. So it's illuminated on the dark side, but we can't see it. So it's still considered the dark side for us because we don't see it. So everything is dark. And you can just kind of see the little outline from her, you know, from her shadow kind of casting. But that's really it. But this is... A really wonderful time for new beginnings, unlocking potential. I mean, new moon says it all right there. New, new beginnings. Um, it's this is the beginning of the new cycle. Um, oh shit, I just said something. The new moon cycle is, like I said, just perfect for new beginnings, just like the fucking name. Uh, fresh starts, renewals, starting over, and many different aspects of life um it is great for shadow work or acknowledging our own dark side setting goals and intentions new love beginnings um just kind of setting up some new thoughts and, and ideas paths journeys intentions all of that um it's a great time to start new projects new relationships um or take, you know, relationship to a quote-unquote new level. Um, you know, move things up or back or just change it, whatever. It's all about new. New, new, new. And new could be backwards, too, because sometimes it's a new level than what you're on now. So you're going back to restart a few things. Fresh starts. This is the time to set intentions for you, what you want to do and or plan to, man- and to manifest create or receive uh, the, the new moon literally offers us limitless potential with the ability for a clean slate and it's kind of refreshing to have the idea if we start living by the moon cycles and kind of really focusing uh, her cycle and her patterns into our life it's really refreshing to have the idea of a clean slate every 28 days, 29 days once a month you get a clean slate you start over, you get to you know, change shit up and, and not feel bad for it or not, you know, feel like you have to do all this other shit. You could just have a clean slate, start fresh, do new shit, do whatever the fuck you want to do. I like that concept. And I'm really going to start pushing myself more to um, live more by the moon's phases and, you know, align with her cycle more than just, um, you know, my dark moon day that I really try to, to push for for myself. It's really about setting boundaries for yourself, setting your intentions, your path, your ideal set for what you want for that month. You know, just really, so sorry, I have to noise for a second. There's something that's driving me fucking nuts. It's really setting up your, your whole plan and intention for the month. And if you break things down into that smaller cycle, instead of like, you know, trying to set goals for an entire fucking year set plans for a month for for a moon cycle and go from phase to phase and check in with yourself i mean that's pretty much what's happening anyway so why not use her natural fucking path and cycle help yourself out and set you know set goals for yourself and set um you know paths and journeys and all the shit you want to do 
based off of a calendar that's tried and true and you already know what to expect and you can use her fucking energy and her different influences to help you. I mean, it's, it's a fucking win-win, right? Uh, like I said, it's fucking limitless options here and potential for what we can do. Let your imagination run fucking wild. I mean, she offers us a sense of hope and inspiration. And as she starts out on her new cycle and her journey, we can start out on a new cycle and journey too. We can do new things that have all these new experiences and these clean slates and fresh starts just like her. Let us take her as an example and let her lead by example and us follow and just let her guide us. Let us let her guide our souls. She's just an amazing fucking, amazing fucking thing, you know? I just, I get so excited when I get going. So, um, try, you know, some cleansing and magic, not cleansing and magic, cleansing magic book, some divination, some journaling, uh, start a new project or a hobby or a study, some spell work that you might do relating to, um, in honor of, or at this time for the new moon, uh, spell work might be relating to new beginnings, personal improvement and or growth peace, manifestation, love, romance, health, job, career, uh, changes, uh, planting metaphorical seeds, things like that. The affirmation that we are going to use, I am going to use, I do use, um, that I'm offering for you guys. Just, just, you know, change it, whatever you want to do, take it, leave it, I don't give shit. I'm just offering up what I like. Um, so affirmation is, I am open to new beginnings. And you can alter that and change that. But this is something to kind of get you set up for starting your path for whatever it is your your manifestation is or your uh, intentions are for that month. So in, in the beginning on the new moon, it's a great time to set your intentions for what you want out. So if you take a whole calendar year and you break it up into the moon cycles... And you say, okay, so on every new moon, I'm going to try something new, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to focus on one aspect. Don't overdo it. Take little steps. You don't want to get yourself so fucking overwhelmed that you just give up because it's just so much, because that happens very easily. Even to the people who can multitask like a motherfucker, sometimes something can just be so emotionally heavy that it just drags your soul down. So it's not really worth, you know, getting yourself all overdone over. So let's, uh, use caution when we're setting up those paths like that but take time to do what works for you and set it up so um the crystal associated with the new moon is labradite the scent is rosemary and lemon which actually makes me think of fucking turkey for some reason or chicken oh that sounds good rosemary lemon chicken so that just made me think um i'll continue real quick before i go into this room and a journaling prompt to use for the new moon is what new beginnings am I ready to embrace? This may help you generate some new plans or intentions that you want to set. So um, the reason I've added in these journal prompts for each phase of the moon, I think is a, is a really good idea um, for people who are stuck and don't really know what to do and aren't really sure. It kind of gets a conversation going with yourself about what you are interested in what you want to see change things like that so 
Um, real quick, rosemary and lemon, y'all. So I always make the turkey for Thanksgiving for my mom's uh, side. It's just me and my mom. My dad, or that's not here, I'm so sorry. Me and my mom, my sister, her husband, her children, and their children, and then me, Trav, and our children. And we, uh, we go to my mom's, I always make the, the, the turkey because Travis gets a whole turkey from his work donated and we just, with it just being the two of us living here, we can't eat the whole fucking thing. So we just make a big turkey and take down there for everybody. And yeah, I have made like a herbal turkey the last several years, different herbs and uh, seasonings and it's so fucking good. But I'm thinking this year, I've seen the rosemary and lemon everywhere, and I am thinking about trying it. So if you have any good, unless you guys have better ideas, if you guys have any good herbal turkey recipes, send me them, because I'm very interested. basicwitch2020 at gmail.com, put in the subject line, um, turkey recipe, and if you can't spell recipe, just put turkey, uh, idea or something, just recipe. I didn't mean to make it so long I'm saying you guys are dumb, but I fucking can't spell a recipe to save my ass. I have to put the microphone on on my phone and then say it into it or hope to fuck when I'm trying to type it that it just auto-corrects it. Because it, it's, when you get I's and E's in there, I'm like, you know, this is too fucking much. My brain has ADHD and dyslexic and spelling is just not my strong suit. So yeah, if I don't have spell correct or auto Correctors, yeah, I'm just like this fucking up. So, yeah, so share your uh, your your herbal turkey recipes with me because I'm really interested in trying some new things. I might get like a small turkey to you know in case I fucked that one up or something. I don't know. Anyway, so now we're gonna move on to the waxing moon phase. So I broke this down into the eight phases, but I also broke the waxing and waning. Um, I'm doing them as like an overview and then the different phases of them, if that makes sense. It just makes it easier. That way, if you do focus on the four, I said the eight, then golden, but we're, we're just, we're just going to cover it all. So, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Damn. The waxing moon phase. So during this time, the moon appears to be growing larger in the sky and it starts from the right side and how I remember this because I do not do well with lefts and rights and the uh the waxing and waning it gets fucking confusing sometimes at least I just had trouble with it for a long time so I always got myself to remember rx prescription rx right waning <laughs> nope right waxing is what I fucking meant ah, rx means that it's going to illuminate on since it's waxing the rx means it's going to illuminate on the r on the right and waning ln lmn op you know ln and like ln like the name ln waning on the left i know it makes no sense but these are the kind of idiosyncrasies i came up and work the stick in my head and work for me for things so i know i don't always make sense but for me it works so you know Tis what it is. So, like I said, during this, this time, the, um, the moon appears like it's growing larger in the sky, and it starts on the right side and starts to brighten up. Um, this is the entire period. The waxing phase is the entire period between the new moon and the full moon. 
this phase lasts about two weeks roughly give or take a day or two and the overall energy of the waxing moon is about you know corresponding with the theme fuck I can't speak the whole theme the overall energy of the waxing moon uh, corresponds to the theme of taking action the energy is growing like us I mean we're growing the energy's growing and, and things are just kind of evolving so during the new moon we set our intentions and made plans for new things and, and how we want things to be and really start our you know planning out the manifesting um manifestations that we want and our paths our journeys whatever our plan is for that cycle we laid all that down during the new moon and now during the waxing period we are going to start making that shit happen now it's time to really you know put the boots to the ground and start getting shit going um, the waxing moon phase is all about growth and sympathetic magic um, boost love life career basically growth in all aspects it's about doing the damn thing you know um, the waxing moon brings us a rush of um, just momentum and really gives us that that push to, to, to do um, we're expanding our intentions just everywhere just as the moon is expanding so as the moon grows and expands in the night sky our intentions are growing and expanding. The, the seeds that we sow, sowed, sowed, sowed. The seeds that we planted, there we go. They are, they're growing. And so are we, we're expanding. And this is all about invoking plans that we made and we're using our inspirations, our energy, our vitality, our freedom, all of this to make shit fucking happen. Overall, you know, it's a time for spells relating to growth and luck and creativity, courage, health, wealth, balance, motivation, love, all the things. So now we're going to break it down into the phase two, the, um, the sub-phases. So we're going to start with the waxing crescent moon. So the waxing crescent moon, this phase is the first, and it's when, um, It's the first of the three. Sorry, my brain was just like the first. It's So it's the first of the waxing phase altogether. And it's when uh, the first sliver of the moon starts to reflect uh, of the silver. I was like, what the fuck? My brain just like put silver and sliver together. And I was very thrown somewhere for a hot sec. It's like my brain just realized if you just first two letters let's start that over (laughs) the waxing crescent moon phase (laughs) this is um, the phase when the first sliver of the silver moon starts to reflect on the right hand side of the sun nope on the right hand side of the moon (laughs) reflecting from the sun fuck man it's basically the first visible sight of the fucking moon damn that was hard why was that so fucking hard Good lord. So this ah, this symbolizes growth, intention, hope. It's basically setting the stage and the mood for 
you know, what we want through the rest of the lunar cycle. We are, we've set our intentions and now this first step is setting the mood, setting the pace, setting how we are going to make shit happen. Um, during this phase, we need to put our plans into action. It's time to put boots on the ground and make shit fucking happen. Take action. Get involved. Take your intentions and make them reality. Where our manifestations are going to start coming to fruition. We're going to start taking the necessary steps needed to make it be. To bring it to life. Um, again, it's a time for growth and, and just doing the damn thing. Uh, our energy is high and very magnetic right now. It's the ideal time for constructive magic. Uh, calling in on what you want, what, what you want to ha- happen, what you need. It's, you know, for projects and plans and emotional states and physical things and feelings. Whatever you want, this is where you make it happen. Take actions and the steps to bring your intentions out and make that shit happen. I don't keep saying it happen and action, but it, it's the focus here. We're growing our compassion, our courage, our positive attitude, and of course, more self-love because, you know, that is uh, something that gets us through things. Self-care is something that we really need to make sure we are putting into practice and putting it into our routine. And I don't just keep saying that because I um, love it. I'm saying that because it's so fucking important. And especially in the world that we live in today, we need to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to be here for tomorrow. So we have to make sure that we are good in the now, here in the now. And, you know, tomorrow, things are rough now, but they can be so much worse tomorrow. So we have to prepare ourselves in advance. And part of that is the self-care that we need to make sure that we are doing and self-love because, you know, I hate to sound like a broken record, and I know you guys are probably so fucking tired of hearing me go on and on and on about self-care and self-love and all this shit, but it's just so fucking important to me as someone who just let themselves suffer for so long and not put myself first in any way, shape, or form. I can't express to you how fucked up you get when you don't do, when you don't take care of yourself, when you don't love yourself, when you don't show yourself that level of care that you need so make sure that every step of the way what you're doing with your path you are adding in these steps of self-care and self-love because it's going to be crucial to coming out the way you want for your manifestations to be real to be brought to fruition to complete you really need to add those bits of yourself plus you need to refill yourself you know Uh, it's you know about diving in and pulling out what we want this phase is just very important for just going in head first and getting what we want and like i said that has a lot to do with our our care and our love of ourselves as well so please make sure you add that in you know i never tell you guys you have to do anything i always say you know do what works best you know do what you feel blah 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 but this is the one time i'm going to you you absolutely have to you have to add 
self-care and self-love routines to your life or you're going to get in a bad way. And as much as I you know, don't want to be a bummer, I have seen the effects of what happens when you don't do that, when you let self-care and self-love fall by the wayside. It is, um, it's not pretty. You end up in a dark, dark space. It doesn't matter how much love you have around you, how much support you have around you. None of that matters if you don't love yourself. So, um, as someone who's been in that dark and empty spot, it, it really doesn't matter, um, how much love and, and support you have. If you don't love yourself, you're still going to find reasons to uh, to not want to be here. So please, 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 just please listen to me on, on this one and add time. Make time. Make it a fucking priority for self-care. Self-care is not selfish. It's fucking health care. And it really needs to be done, okay? Okay. So spell work to do during the uh, waxing crescent moon. You want to do spell work related to growth, expansion, taking steps, action, building, um, you know, planting seeds and and planting roots and uh, just tending to those seeds and and make sure that you're doing uh, spell work that's making sure that you are on the path that you want. The affirmation for this moon phase is I trust my path and take steps towards my dreams with confidence. You can reword that any way you like. You can fucking throw the whole damn thing away. I don't care. This is just something I use, something I found I like. Works for me. The crystal for this moon phase is citrine. The scent is grapefruit and spearmint, which I think that just... I hope you're not putting those together because to me that smells fucking gross, but somebody else might love that combo. I like the smell of spearmint separately. I like the smell of grapefruit separately. Don't think I like those two together, but hey... I don't know. You may. Uh, journal prompts for this for this phase is um, are sorry I, I got a couple. What small achievable what small achievable steps can I take today towards my bigger goal? How can I support myself in this growth process? So just a couple. Um, pick what you want. Leave what you don't. Change it up. Don't use it at all. I don't care. I'm just throwing out some options. Now we go to the first quarter moon. Now this is halfway between um, the new moon and the full moon. This marks a halfway point between there. And I don't like... Okay, so I'm going to be a whiny ass here. I don't like calling it a quarter moon because it's not a quarter moon. It is half a moon. And I know that sounds dumb. But... It's half a fucking moon, so why are we calling it a quarter moon? I don't know. I get it. It's like quarter through the phase, but for me, it's like, come on, man. This is this is half a moon. Can we name it something different? Whatever. So <laughs> the 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 right half of the I'm so sorry. The right half of the moon is brightly illuminated. Form in a semicircle. Like I said, it marks the halfway point between the new and the full moon. 
This symbolizes a time of action, decisions, and commitment. So the intentions that we set during the new moon are beginning to manifest and starting to come to fruition. Uh, this marks a time to assess the progress and make any adjustments that move forward with strong determination. So we're going to look at the intentions that we set during the full moon. During the waxing crescent moon, we start taking actions. We started make, taking steps to make things happen. During this part, it's time for us to kind of like pause, check on that, see how it's going, um, make any adjustments that we need to make. Like maybe we came on too strong in this or this step that we took wasn't quite strong enough. It's not really getting us the results that we want. So we are going to up it a little bit. We're going to tweak a few things. We're going to adjust things. And then we're going to move full speed ahead to make shit happen. So this first quarter is also um, a time of attraction and attracting things from the outside world. Meaning, you know, we're going to bring in lots of things. Um, we want to pull things in towards us that are useful for us, that help us, that are really for our benefit. It's an ideal time for magic that draws in. Anything that draws in, uh, draws in things that we want to focus on, like we want to focus on attracting things, people, success, money, even lost objects. This is a great time for finding lost objects. Um, I don't know why, but I've always had the best luck finding shit that's been lost during this phase. Um, I lose shit a lot. I put it in a quote-unquote safe spot, and then I don't remember where that, that spot was. But for some reason, it's like I can just call upon the moon's energy to help me during you know, the first quarter, and I'm, I'm golden. I lose it again, now I'm going to have to wait another month before I find the shit for some reason. I don't know, it's just who I am this person, I'm sorry. But, um, really, this is time to focus on attracting anything that you need or want right now. You're, you're like a fucking magnet at this point. So take a look, good look at where you are and your plan and your goals and, you know, and your manifestation, um, and, and set... And set some um, some plans of action as we move forward. So, um, like I said, take a look at the plan that you set during the new moon, and set some plans for what the, the next steps are. And then um, take an honest inventory. Be honest with yourself. Where are you at? What do you need to change? What you know? What do you want to have happen? Like, is this going the right way? Ask yourself um, how it is aligning with your overall path, with your plan, with your vision for the future. I know a lot of times we we set out with a plan and then as we get going, we take some, some steps and we start the process and then things change a little bit. And not because, you know, we didn't make the right plan in the first place, but because we have just changed and evolve just in that little bit of time because we evolve every single day. I think my voice is starting to go a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, we evolve every day. Every single day we're evolving in many, many different ways. So who we were a week ago may not be the same as who we are right now. Therefore, the plans that we put into place, the seeds that we sowed, planted, 
um, they, they may they may alter a little bit now and what we want so this is a time to kind of take an honest inventory of that see if you know where we're at is in line with what we're wanting to have happen if we're still on that plan or if we need to make any adjustments to things so it's a really great time because we're still early enough in the cycle that we can do adjustments we're also further far enough along that we are in a strong energy field where we're able to have that boost to help so um you know are your actions and your choices aligning with your intentions as well if not if the answer is no to any of those things um like i said make the necessary adjustments and get back on track get yourself back on your plan get back to your goal and these don't have to be i think we need to pause for a second this doesn't have to be like a large long-term goal this doesn't need to be a huge production um this can be something just small and minor and and each cycle could be building upon the next cycle it doesn't have to be a big goal that you only have 28 29 days to, to get through this can be a, a a small you know small victories are still fucking victories. small wins are still fucking wins so doesn't have to be a huge fucking ordeal you can really take your time and set small goals but it's these little things that are really going to build up on us in our craft and our practice and really help us grow as witches and in our life in general i mean you could put this use of the phases and the moon and all of her cycle and her workings into every aspect of your life it doesn't have to just focus solely on your craft you can do fucking both you can have you during the new moon phase you can set intentions for both your craft life and your personal life and whatever else you want it's all about what works for you so focus on what you're what's calling to you so during this phase um it's a great time to do spell work that relates to overcoming things breaking down hurdles making choices anything that really aids you and your overall goal here this is a great time to do that kind of spell work it's going to boost your your path and your overall outcome of the intentions that you set um, an affirmation for this time in this phase is i trust myself and my choices the crystal for this phase is also the clear quartz the scent is quote unquote of the sea and so anything to deal with like the ocean and beach things like that it's kind of whatever you feel honestly these are just like um some attributes that i found um so if you go online you can find like multiple fucking versions but this seems to be the most consensus one where multiple different sources are saying the same thing also in the books that i have too so um journal prompts for this phase what actions do i need to um take to move closer to my goal how do i feel about my progress what changes do i need to make just a few you know ideas get to go in here all right so let's move on to i took a drink of water so my voice just like instantly sounds a little different kind of cleared it for a second so let's move on to the uh sorry that was weird the final stage of the waxing phase and then that's where we're going to end it for today and then part two will um will be next i just i don't want to make this like a three hour long episode so 
because there's a lot of information I want to get out and talking about the moons and, and the moon's effect on everything. So, the waxing gibbous. Gibbous? I don't ever feel like I'm pronouncing that shit right. And I paused and went to pronouncewords.com and it's gibbous. I don't know why I keep putting a fucking extra eye in there and calling them gibbous, but it's gibbous. So, the waxing gibbous. <laughs> The moon is more than half, but not quite completely full. Uh, it's like three-fourths, kind of. It's filling the right side up, leaving the left sliver uh, in the shadow. And this is like... Basically, like three fucking quarters, okay? <laughs> I had like a whole analogy in my head, and then it just sounded stupid when I started saying it. So, um, this phase symbolizes refinement. We're still in the construction phase, but now we are kind of like where we're tweaking and, you know, doing the, the fine details and adjustments and stuff. So we need to take mindful steps to align our actions with our intentions, making sure that we are in line to kind of complete as we as we had intended. The energy of this phase is strong as fuck, and it's like just getting the extra push of encouragement that we need to kind of reach the finish line. This phase also encourages us to shift our focus from first steps and uh, initiating to more of like a perfecting stage. Um, we are really at like an analyzing stage here where we're kind of trying to take a look at it. We, we, we planted our fucking seeds. We took the steps to get it going. You know, we watered that shit. We, we came in and we checked on it we put a stake on it to make sure like the plant's growing up right and growing the right way now we're at the part where we're kind of gonna you know start like detailing it. like you know we want to adjust her so she kind of goes to the left a little more goes to the right a little more you get what i'm saying you get on laying down you get you get my analogy here because i don't i don't know how it's sounding right but my metaphor i don't know i'm sure you guys are smart enough you understand it so we are just kind of like putting the final touches on it and really, you know, dolling it up a little bit. It's like when, when you put your setting spray on after you've done your makeup and you're like, all right, you're adding that. And you're, you're going through and taking the Q-tip and kind of wiping off that little bit of mascara that's smudged and um, really adding the finishing touch. Like putting the fucking hairspray in the hair. None of these analogies are making sense, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's all sound better in my head my bad so <laughs> ooh it's like I said we're at the, <laughs> the analyzing phase so you know at this point we want to be diligent and detail oriented to make sure that um, we're really staying on the path that we in intentionally set during the new moon we really want to make sure that we are doing everything we can to get to that finish line we are so close. We can see our goal in sight. It's right there. We, we're almost there. We're just at, at that the last point of just making sure everything is good to go. So again, remind, remember to be mindful of the bigger picture. Um, you know, you're working towards your goals and your manifestations. So you want to make sure that you're remembering what you're doing this for. Remind yourself what the the reason was that you set these intentions, that you started this path, what your manifestation was. Remind yourself of why you're doing this, what it's all for. And like I said, this can be something that is little picture or or huge, you know, down the 
down the road kind of a thing. We're all built upon each other. But when we break it down and take, you know, our manifestations and our goals and do them this way where we kind of follow the cycle of the moon, we get ourselves into a routine where we are holding ourselves accountable, first of all, because the moon's also going to hold us accountable. We are using her fucking power and her energy and her quote-unquote plan to guide us and give us that extra oomph that we need and she's gonna be a little pissed off if we just fuck off and be like oh yeah i started this but i don't really give a fuck anymore she's not gonna be happy about that so not only do we have to answer to ourselves we're gonna have to answer to the moon she's got a lot of fucking pull on us a lot of effect on our bodies and how we act and shit so you know we don't want to make her mad she got friends okay she got friends and we, we just want to be you know on top of it plus accountability is really wonderful because it's not like you know you got somebody telling you oh you didn't do your homework so you're going to you have to attention blah blah but it's a reminder for yourself we're doing this for ourselves these are choices that we are actively choosing to do to change our fucking lives to change our situations to change us in general so why would we not follow through? Why would we not use this fucking guide that the universe and the moon herself has fucking laid upon us with, I mean, just a fucking beautiful laid out plan? All we have to do is input our own fucking shit into it. And it's already laid out. Like, she tells us what to do, when to do it. We just gotta add our own steps to it and our own spin on it so again this is something that we could be using for our craft life our everyday life anything everything all at once if we start living by the moon imagine how fucking magical your life is going to be i mean you can literally just exist and be magical as fuck because you live by the moon it's amazing it's fucking amazing you know, the waxing gives us a moon. The waxing gives us a spot. This is a time of patience and persistence and, and preparation for completion. So this is a phase right before we complete everything. This is a time where we are growing so very close and we just have that patience to get to the end. So this is a time for spell work to do involving refinement, um, fine-tuning, adjustments, persistence, patience, strength, alignment, balancing, the affirmation for this phase. I'm always improving, evolving, and moving closer to my true self. I really like that one a lot, actually. The crystal for this phase, again, is going to be clear quartz, and the scent is eucalyptus and lavender. The journal prompt that I'm going to leave you with for this one what progress have I made? What needs to be refined and adjusted? And that's where we're going to leave you guys for today. Um, we'll do part two. Like I said, I didn't want to make this like a three hour long episode. And I'm pretty sure that's what would happen if I continued on. There's a lot of things I want to get uh, talk about if we're going to, you know, really do justice of this whole living by the moon subject because she's just a powerful fucking beast and we are just getting started on 
all the amazingness that the moon has to offer. Um, and this is going to eventually tie in with our astrology episodes. We're going to bring back um, another segment because we're going to talk about some different moons, uh, phases, and different uh, signs and kind of go into there. So we've got a lot of wonderful things coming up. Um, instead of taking two weeks off for the end of the year like I did last year, so at the end of 2024, um, you guys won't have go any weeks without episodes. You guys will have new uh, new content every week. I'm just going to record a bunch ahead of time so I can personally take two weeks off um, and enjoy, you know, with my family and getting things together and taking care of things I need to do. But also, um, I don't want you guys to not have content, so I'm going to work on getting everything ahead of time for that. Um, there'll be a new bonus episode out later um, in the week for our paid subscribers. Um, I'll give you guys information on the merch store as soon as I have it. If you guys have any, um, uh, if you guys know of any merch companies that you um, have worked with for anything you've done, let me know. Like I said, I'm still trying to shop around and getting some quality with good pricing. Um, for you guys, I'm not worried about making money off of it myself. I just want you guys to be able to have access to it and be all done reputably where uh, there are no issues and they are secured through whatever. So there's no issues at all and you guys get everything right away. Um, yeah, so all of those wonderful things. I hope you guys... Oh, and I'm still working on the Global Coven. It is actually... Um, I have almost got everything cleared up from hack so we are almost ready to be able to reopen that website so yeah i know we got a lot more of my brain is just like nope so i hope you guys have an amazing day week month year whenever you're listening to this um you can find me on tiktok at the basic witch 2020 or cassie the basic witch by the way somebody fucking cloned me and made a fake fucking account so it was my quote-unquote backup account i don't have a backup account but when i make one i will let you guys know so I think it got reported. I reported and they said that they didn't uh, violate any guidelines. Fuck you. They did. They, they literally made a fake account pretending to be me and stole my fucking videos. So yeah, thanks TikTok. So that pissed me off. I think it got shut down, thankfully. Um, you can find me on YouTube, Cassie the Basic Witch. I am still working on getting a new laptop so I can get that back up and running. Uh, fuck. Instagram, Cassie the Basic Witch. And join our Facebook group, The Basic Witch. You can email me at thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. And I think that's it. You can become a paid subscriber, a paid subscriber, and get ad-free content, get your content, um, your episodes a week early, and get bonus content for only 99 cents a month. You can do it through Spotify, and then you are able to plug in your unique feed into whatever players. If you want to listen to it on Apple or Amazon or whatever you want to listen to, there will be no um, no issues. You can just play it on there with your unique feed. So, all right, love you guys. Let's be, love you, bye.